Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to sports, investing and business. By identifying their mental and practical habits, routines and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance, regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Hassan Al-Awa, founder and CEO of Doctors Group, a digital healthcare platform with a mission to enable healthcare providers expand their position in the healthcare community, transforming care delivery to the institution and improving patient experience through virtual care. You can find Hassan on LinkedIn on Hassan Al-Awa, which is H-A-S-N-A-A-L-M-U-T-A-W-A and Doctors Group at the website www doctorsae.com and there's another one which is www.izi.health I would like to thank Hasna for being part of this podcast and without further ado let's dive in Hasna, are you ready? No (laughs) (laughs) Born ready (laughs) Oh yeah, okay (laughs) That's interesting To start with we usually ask the the first couple of questions to prime your mood on to set you going and to make you ready. <laughs> what is your one to three most gifted books or channels that you would recommend? So my favorite book is Thinking Fast and Slow. Okay. Yeah. I like books that explains the mind and how the mind works okay. and what's the difference between conscious and subconscious. Especially being a lady, it's very difficult to segregate the emotional part from the logical part. And when you get a combination of a decision, you tend to ask yourself, is it an emotional outcome or is it a logical decision or it's a mix of both? What drives my decision? Is it my emotion? Okay. Uh, I like it when people say gut feeling because hmm. sometimes your gut feeling is it's an emotional outcome. I don't like you. I don't want to deal with you. Me as, me as a person or me <laughs> as no, like in general? Okay. No. <laughs> so You were like pointing at you, so like, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I mean, um, this is in terms of book. One of my favorite shows is, um, I like all the entrepreneurial shows where there is like a startup challenge because it's very inspiring, like Shark Tank. It it helps people to understand how those entrepreneurs are thinking and how people are positioning themselves in the market. I don't want to be in the bubble of entrepreneurs. I love also cooking shows. I don't know, I I find it... uh, mind uh, blowing like when you see people (laughs) when you see people are bringing different ingredients and then combining them to come up with an an amazing outcome it's like blowing your mind sometimes i this is this is me i mean some people would find it boring but this is me when i see someone mixing two ingredients and then come up with a nice outcome it's like how they come i go behind the scenes and try to think how they come up with an idea how their brain functions, what make them think that this can go with this. Hmm. So, yeah. The book Thinking Fast and Slow is by Daniel Kehinman. 
I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. <laughs> Who is considered successful to you and why? When you say success, or when you talk about a success figure, I see Sheikh Zayed as like my, my hero here in that domain because they take the initiative to think how they will take this place or this group or this project to the next level without mm. even going to the conventional way of doing stuff. It's not, it's not A to B. It's maybe Z to A or A to Z, you know? It's, it's a new way of thinking. When you, when you don't listen to people, there is no impossible in your listening. You just do it. Okay. Um, and advice you remind yourself with and why? Be patient. Hmm. <laughs> Be patient. I have this firing energy in me to do stuff and to jump to the next thing. But sometimes I remind myself that being patient is the key. Hmm. I have to be consistent. I have to think about uh, mastering wherever I am here to jump to the next level. Okay. And you opened the doctor's group, which is the virtual care. And what led you to that decision? So I come from the oil and gas industry. And okay. I saw people living in camps for months without access to healthcare. So in, in the oil industry or in the industrial industry in general, when you see people living in camps, the, the only thing that will make them go visit a doctor is an injury. But in between, if they have some issues, if they have some symptoms, it might not be serious, but it's, it's a sign for something in the future, something might be a silent disease like diabetes or you know cancer or whatever. So when I saw people neglecting these symptoms and then they end up with something major, it makes me think that, okay, those people need a proper access to healthcare. Hmm. Okay, um, how thoughts, self-talk, and past experiences are shaping your perception? I think it's a foundation of my perception. Because when you, when your history is the purpose of whatever you're doing today, it is the foundation that sets the first step of your move. And then you develop yourself by looking at the challenges of the market, what people think, what people want, how we can, you can make it like easy and, and cool and adaptable by, by your customer. Okay, and do you consider life is hard or life is easy? It's, it's, I think life, the definition of life is me. Today it's hard, tomorrow it's going to be easy. Today I see that life is hard and lots of, there, is, there are lots of challenges. It's the way I see it. Sometimes I'm a human being at the end of the day. Sometimes I can take any challenge. And I am, you know, the, the, the superhero can take anything. Hmm. Sometimes in my down moments I feel like, you know, life is unfair. Hmm. Why there are people who are born with all the privileges to do stuff, and there are people who's working very hard to reach whatever they want. Like weight loss. Sometimes you see someone is fit by nature, and someone born overweight. They have to fight their 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 ability or the, their, themselves to, to lose weight or to stop eating fatty food or unhealthy food or whatever. And it's you think about it, it's it's unfair. Okay. <laughs> I will not comment on that. So, with because what? You're fat. Uh? Because you're naturally fat. No, not really. <laughs> not really. But, but I think um, 
it shouldn't be taken that, oh, why other people are, let's say, fit or not fit, and why am I an ex? If you, you want to do something about yourself, you should take ownership of your own life. It doesn't matter whether you're fit or not. I know, I know. But I mean, if you start from zero, and then someone else who started from 10. So what? It will cross your mind that why? Why it's so difficult for me? It doesn't matter to me. For you, but I mean, for many people it does. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to stop you from doing something, but it's a, it's, a, it's a thought that will cross anyone's mind. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be a thought to cross, but, uh, or it could cross someone's mind, and yet... If you let it cross and you build upon it, then it may actually demotivate you or crush you or okay. then have different, let's say, like a domino effect of different unhappy or unpleasant or yeah. um, non-beneficial thoughts. It's not when you are in, down, in your down moment, you attract these negative thoughts. But then what you will do about it? You, you will keep complaining or you re-identifying your purpose and do something about it. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, this is my ups and downs. <laughs> okay, fair enough. With what thoughts do you start an endeavor, job, or a task? With how can I be, how can I nail it? This is the thought that I start. Okay. And to motivate myself to do better. Mm. Do you practice prayer and meditation or visualization that helps you in achieving goals. For example, yes. <laughs> okay, um, do you have mental practices to prime and equip you for work, financials, and other important areas in your life? Yes, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I do meditate. I used to meditate on daily basis. Now I'm lazy, not like before, but I meditate. And it helps me a lot, especially if I'm stressed, if I am in a, in a conflict zone where I don't know where to go right or left, I go meditate and then I clear up my mind and I reach that peaceful moment. You know when you watch a movie and the world will end, will end in that movie and after that you are the only survivor hmm. with that peaceful thought? This is what I feel after meditation. Hmm. Fair enough. So other than meditation, what repeated tasks and steps you intentionally do as a ritual routine and method to cultivate focus, productivity, and goal manifestation? I do exercise, mainly every other day. I go for a jog or whatever. This helps me uh, feel normal. You know, when you are an entrepreneur and you don't have time to do something else, this is the way, my way to pay myself. This is the way that, keep, uh, that I use to keep myself, you know, motivated. I feel like I am a normal human being. I do work out every day. Another thing I do is I hang out with cool people. Like with um, old people. Cool. Cold? Cool. Ah, cool. Okay, sorry. So, so from time to time, <laughs> I, like I, I organize a gathering or I meet up someone. Sometimes people, like my friend, ask me, why you hang out with this guy or this lady that older than you or that younger than you or whatever? They're not under the the group that I would hang out with, but I I get inspired by those people. And I always go and visit and do some sorts of brainstorming session with them. Hmm. But in an unstructured way. It's not like I have a new idea, tell me what to do. No. It's when you discuss things with those cool, smart people, you come up with an outcome that you did not, you know, predict or see it's it's coming. So hmm. 
I like it. I sometimes I, I talk to strangers. Like in the airport, you would see me, the one who's talking to strangers, asking them about different stuff or whatever. I think this is, it's it's inspiring. How do you label the cool? Of I mean, <laughs> who is that? cool? Yeah. Uh, for me, cool people are like people who's not inside a box by any means. Like not inside the box by their way of thinking, their way of looking at people. They don't judge a book by its cover. They have that unconventional way of thinking. This is this is cool for me. It's hmm. not a, a bunch of hipsters <laughs> doing yoga or whatever. Cool is someone who would think about the same idea, hmm. but in a different way. Okay, fair enough. And... Do you have environmental cues to prime you for performance and productivity, such as having written statements or images to remind you why you're doing certain things? Honestly, no, but I'd love to have some images or... <laughs> Maybe you should try sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and would you design or go to a place that boosts your performance? Yeah, I like Shabbat Center. Sorry? I like Shabab Center. Shabab Center. The, the youth center in Dubai. I like to go there. Although I'm outside of their age group. Okay. I'm 36, so. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go to places, like I go, I have some events with universities or whatever. I take my energy from youth. I think it's, uh, it's inspiring. All right. What beliefs, habits, or behaviors adopted recently improved your life greatly? Being patient. Okay. Uh, thinking twice before uh, taking any decision, hmm. and uh, I the process of reinventing myself. Okay. And I learned this recently. So when I am in a crisis or uh, an excitement crisis, like sometimes you're very excited about something and you want to jump, hmm. but you have to take a deep breath and think about it logically, and you know calculate, do all your calculations, and know is this decision good for me or not. Especially because I own a company, so sometimes it's not about me, it's about the company. Maybe I want to go to that direction, but is it good for my company or not? So I mm. think twice. I think the process of reinventing myself through the journey is new to me, and I, it's very really difficult to do it. Mm. I'm trying my best. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> when challenges, fears, and failures hit, I think you answered a bit. So what steps are taken? If it helps, is there any questions you ask yourself? Uh, yeah, I uh, at the beginning when uh, I feel like I am in a failure mood, I believe there is no failure. It's it's all like it's all a steps to do something better. But in the beginning, I was uncertain about what I'm offering or what I'm doing or me as a person, what I'm I'm looking for. So at that moment, like. I will rethink my purpose. Is it really what I'm, I want to do? Is it, is this is something I want to continue my life to or whatever. But now I passed that moment. I reached a point that there's no, there's no back, it's do or die. So when failure hits or when I am disappointed about something, I just take a break. I try to think about something else. I try to go out or talk to a friend and then it's for me. It's, it's a matter of time to just convince my brain that this thing is not going to happen, or or we are not going to do, to go to that. We are not going to, to follow the plan. So then I go back and then 
reinvent myself. I'm a very flexible person, so I don't take time to readjust. But sometimes it's it's too much. It's above me, so it's hmm. above my payroll. So, so then I I go to the to the process of reinventing myself, asking myself those tough questions. Hmm. Do you want to continue? Sometimes it's a pride. You don't want to stop. You tried something. It's not it's not working, but you don't want to stop because it's your pride it's hmm. pushing you to, to succeed in that area. Hmm. What three concepts, beliefs, and habits should others adopt? The habit of saying I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, admitting that you're wrong hmm. about something. Listening is a, a very powerful skill that people should, it should be a habit. I mean, people, sometimes you meet people and you say they say that they're good listeners. But when you truly talk to them, they're not listening to you. They're just waiting for you to end the conversation and then they will start talking about themselves or whatever. I think these two are very important for any entrepreneur. Like, you keep listening to everyone, to your competitor first, to your client, to your family, to people around you. You keep listening to all these comments about, and don't be defensive. We all love our babies. Our companies are our babies, like our spoiled babies. We will protect mm-hmm. it from anything. But even if you're making money, don't stop listening to people. I think it's very important. It's, it's a habit that everyone should adopt. Be- one might say it's it's a natural thing. People listen to each other. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true in a way. If fans would want to copy your footsteps, where should they start? I think they should start by doing. By doing? Doing, even if you are going to do very little. Just do. Okay. Because planning things and spending your life doing R&D and... I know that R&D is very important and Mm. planning for a business is very important, but you won't know nothing about this till you start. Once you start, you know where you want to go. Mm. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you don't like the idea. Maybe you will start. I started a fashion business before, and I was very confident about my taste or whatever. And it was very successful. But the thing is, I didn't like it. I stopped it. I didn't like it. I didn't like being a fashion designer. I hate it. And even when I sold my business, like the guy who bought it, he was like, why? You're doing well. Why do you want to accept this? I was like, it's not me. It's not me to, to discuss a taste or a color or spend my day looking for new designs. It's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something different. So I think the advice for anyone who wants to start his business or start a new chapter in their life, just do whatever. Just do it. If you want to open a coffee shop, start being the, the, the barista for your family. Mm-hmm. Take the, their recommendation about your coffee, your taste, because you can't just start a business knowing nothing about it and just hire people to run for you. It's not the case. You have to know what you want, so that you have to enter the playground. To do, you have to start doing to achieve something. Hmm. A side question: So, how long did you, how long have you been into that fashion business, so that we can relate? How hard was it for you to exit? I mean, yeah. starting a new chapter after a couple of years, or let's say one year, could be different than exiting, let's say, after ten years or five years. Well, I, uh, it was a total of three years. Okay. I exited by like the mid of. Uh, the second year, I, I knew that I want to exit, hmm. and I waited till I got a good offer to exit. 
Okay, okay. And when people want to exit that attachment, what should they do about it, for example? Or there was no attachment whatsoever to the business? No, it is an attachment. You should, it's, it's not easy. It's hmm. difficult because sometimes you feel that you're very attached to that business. And, and I see people, I see many people in my family who owns businesses, and they, re- they reach to a point that they should move to the next chapter. Hmm. It's, it's, if they sell it now, it will make more money than just sustaining whatever they're making. But it's very difficult for them to let go. And I, I was attached to, to my business. And I was calling the, the guy who sold who bought the business from me after a few, few months asking how you're doing. You have to do this and you have to do that. And I reached to a point that the guy said, you're not getting paid. Why are you giving me those advices? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you should... You should you should think, you should prioritize what you want to do. I mean, I know it's difficult. You might be attached to your business, but it is a sacrifice you have to do for your own company, for your own brand. Remember, Steve Jobs got kicked out of out of his board to expand the company. Mm-hmm. And look at Apple now. Where are they? Like they, they, they're everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes you're right, you are the right person to establish this, but maybe you're not the right person to expand it. Yeah, I mean, I think there are different founders and visionaries in which some people could be in a place where they are the founders. They will create the business. Then there are other people who could be the operators. and Even there are other people who could be the exiters, for example, yeah. or to sustain. Or, yeah. I mean, there are different founders that can be or visionaries that they call entrepreneurs. Yeah. All right, Hasnan. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here. <laughs> It was nice listening to you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure, a pleasure coming here and see this cool place. Thank you, Bader. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.